Good morning, friends. My name is Stacy McLaren, and it is my honor to serve on staff here at New Life as an Adult Ministries and Communications Associate. Uh, we have been working through some of the parables of Jesus Christ in Matthew uh, in this Peace Be Still devotion series. And so this morning, I have been charged with bringing you a devotion out of uh, Matthew 22. It is the parable of the wedding feast. And so we're just going to take a a look at that and um, just some thoughts about the way um, God might be speaking to us through that passage. So if you'll read with me, again, this is Matthew 22. We're starting in verse 1. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants saying, tell those who are invited, see, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, my fat calves have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their cities. And then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out unto the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw that there was a man who had no wedding garment. And when he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. So, I think there's a lot in that passage, and the most important is that this is a parable that talks about the king being God, and he has given this invitation to the wedding feast of his son, Jesus Christ, to the bride, the church, and he's calling everybody in to an eternal feast, an eternal wedding banquet with him and his son, and there's this beautiful picture of this wedding garment, these robes that in the day of, of Christ, when you were invited to a wedding, the king, the royalty, the, the family throwing the wedding would provide garments, robes, dress for the guests coming in. So you were invited. It was, it was a sign of respect to take upon this robe to enter into the wedding hall. And this man didn't do that. He, he wanted to be a wedding crasher. Um, He wanted to come to the wedding. He wanted to reap all the benefits of the feast, but he didn't want to comply with um, the level of respect that was required. And so that is why the king threw him out. And and that that is kind of so much of our world today. We want all the benefits of what God has to offer, but so many people don't want to give their lives to him. Give me all you have, but I'm not going to give you what I what I need to give you back. And so there's that aspect when we look at this from the wedding feast and the invitation here in the parable. I don't wonder if we look at this from those of us who might be followers of Christ, that God gives us a daily invitation to come into feast with him, 
So if we look at this from, from a non-believer, it's an invitation to enter into the kingdom of eternity, a kingdom feast of eternity. As a believer, it is an invitation to come and enter into kingdom living every single day. He has set this feast before us, and he asks us to come and sit at the table with him. And yet, just like here, all of the, the rejections of the invitation were filled with self-righteousness. It wasn't that these people had other things to do. It was that they just didn't want to come. So when we look at our lives as believers, as followers of Christ, maybe, how often do we reject his daily invitation to sit at the table and feast with him? Do we put our, our pride and our issues of control and our self-righteousness before the invitation of, of God to sit with him? He longs to do that. He has set this beautiful, um, I, I can just, in my head, I picture this long table in a, in a royal palace, just filled to the brim with all sorts of food and goodness and grace and mercy just piled up. And he wants to sit there with us. He wants to hold our hand as we enjoy this meal together. He wants to talk to us. He wants to hear what we have to say. And he wants to talk to us. He wants us to hear what he has to say. And yet we put all of these other priorities before him. And we say no to his invitation. We put our our pride of, I don't have my life together yet. And so I need to get myself right first. As if we have the control to get ourselves right. Or we put, I have so many things that I need to do first, and then I'll come to him. We wake up in the morning, and he longs to spend time with us. And yet we put all of these other things before him. And I don't wonder if we accepted the invitation first and sat down at the table to feast with him. He would put our days in order. He would put our priorities in order. We RSVP to that invitation of living a kingdom life and a kingdom calling. And we say yes to coming to the table and sitting down next to God and saying, I give it all to you. I accept your invitation. I want to live alongside you. I want to feast with you. I want what you have to give me. Please take what I have and use it for you. That's a lot. That's where God has taken me with my thoughts. There's so many things in this time of, of uncertainty that we allow to distract us. Um, we just allow our priorities to, to take our focus off of God. And in a time of uncertainty, there's so many of us that want to pull in. We want to pull into ourselves. We want to pull our resources in instead of living open-handed and saying, okay, God, you gave me the money that I have. I'm going to continue to give. You gave me the life that I have. I'm going to continue to serve. You gave me the passions that I have. I'm going to continue to honor you with those. Again, that is a daily saying yes to the invitation of kingdom living. We must do that in order for him to put our days in order. That is what God has brought me through this passage. I hope that you received something from it. 
Just want you to know that we are praying for you all, and we hope you have a very blessed day.